Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today's no exception. We've got a great guest, but first, a quick thank you to our sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by The Secrets of Successful Syndication. If you've exhausted your own funds to invest in real estate, you've just brought your own investment career to a halt. Developing the skill to raise capital legally, reliably, and professionally might be just what you need to unlock the ceiling to your investment portfolio. This two-day workshop maps out how to transform your business into one where you enlist the help and capital of others to scale your portfolio. It's hosted by my good friends Robert Helms and Russell Gray of the Real Estate Guys Radio Show. They're such a class act. February 15th and 16th in Dallas, Texas. It'll be a chance for us to meet in person as well. For more information, go to victorjm.com slash events. That's victorjm.com slash events. And click on the link for the secrets of successful syndication. On the weekend edition, we have a great guest all the way from Coral Gables, Florida. Welcome, Leslie Smith. Thank you for having me. Leslie, you got your start in the world of commercial lending, just lending for assets like real estate. How did you get into that area specialty? Give us the backstory. I started in banking, like most people, um, in retail banking, specifically call center. Um, And there was an opportunity um, locally for a firm that was growing and wanted to get into the small balance commercial space, 250,000 to 2000000 So, you know, I thought that was, you know, their product was interesting. It was innovative. and, And I gave it a shot. That's amazing. So today you run a commercial lending platform called Commercial Direct. Tell us about that. Well, Commercial Direct... Um, is a real estate online platform. We lend, we do small balance commercial lo- commercial loans, and um, they are secured by real estate. And what's is- interesting about Commercial Direct is that you know, for the most part, you know, a lot of those fintech companies they do unsecured, so they do loans that are you know personal loans in nature um, with no real collateral. We are looking for borrowers that want to invest in um, commercial or want to buy the property that they've been operating their small business in. So is there a particular asset class that you specialize in? Are you looking at, for example, single family homes? Or are you looking really more at commercial, like true commercial type lending? We're looking for true commercial. Um, we do do you know the, the single family, but more that's only for an investor. So an investor that's buying a couple of homes to, to rent out. But most of what we do and what we're looking for is that you know, small office or that small retail space that has, you know, a nail salon and a barbershop and a pet store and a yoga studio. And those are the types of retail spaces that you drive up and down your street all the time. Well, you know, those are the type of, of um, commercial um, properties that we're looking for. You know, today when I go around talking to various lenders, my perception is that there's an awful lot of money on the street chasing a shortage of deals, chasing a shortage of opportunities. And it almost feels like a feeding frenzy where the lenders are circling like vultures on a very small number of opportunities. What's your perspective? There is, um, and and I would agree with that. And I, but I think that they're still they're searching for that, but they're still you know um, not um, being open to the opportunity of that small business owner and really how that person um, manages their business. You know, and what I mean by that is that they're looking at them to traditionally underwrite them through tax returns and you know a very sophisticated um, you know uh, business uh, documentation, operating statements. And you know what we find is that there are some really good operators and small business owners that don't necessarily have the greatest story traditionally, but um, but we are able to assess in very creative ways that they can actually repay and that they are running a good business. 
So this is really, if I understand correctly, geared more towards pure asset-based lending as opposed to necessarily, you know, three years of business credit history, you know, three years of tax returns, all of that sort of documentation. We do both. You know, if you have, um, you know, you have your ducks in a row and you ha- you can show three years of tax returns, we'll do that. And, and that deal looks a little bit differently. Um, and those uh, folks come to us because we give cash out. A lot of, you know, traditional lenders don't like to give cash out to small business owners against commercial real estate. We do have a lighter dock version and it's not necessarily asset based. But what we do is we look at bank statements. You know, we look at a history of bank statements and determine, you know, what is your cash flow really? Sometimes that doesn't reflect in your tax return, but you can learn a lot about some, how someone runs their business and also um, what their cash flow is on a monthly basis by analyzing their bank statements. That's a very good point because, you know, at the end of the day, when lenders, it doesn't matter what the structure is, when lenders are lending money, they're really only asking one question question is, if I lend you money, how am I getting it back? And often what tells the story is the cash flow that's far more important than necessarily the tax return that gives a little bit of a distorted picture with depreciation expense and various other things that are not real cash transactions. And for us, that's a kind of a snapshot in time um, with decisions that were made for, you know, whatever that tax return needed to look like. But a bank statement, that really tells me what happens fluidly within a 12-month period. And, you know, whether at the end of that 12 months, like, you know, do we have enough cash to um, to, to pay, you know, that that loan? And for the most part, you know, we, we found a lot of success there. And again, like, we have folks that have been operating their businesses for years and years through a recession. And maybe their tax returns don't look very clean and, and, and don't reflect their business, but somehow they've been able to continue that business. And that's where their livelihood is. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to take a chance on those folks. I love that. Is there a particular asset class that you gravitate towards? You know, do you specialize, say, medical office buildings or strip malls? Or is there anything that you specialize in or things that you don't do? Um, well, we specialize actually what's interesting. We do a lot of restaurant and bars. We do daycares. We love mobile homes. We do a lot of retail small. We don't do large big box retail. You know, what really makes sense are those small strip malls that you drive by that have, you know, a little bit of everything. And those tend to be long-term tenants and really good investments. We see a lot of doctor's offices where the doctor has been there 20 years and never really thought about purchasing the office that they've been operating in. Um, so those to us are, are really interesting stories. And the stories somehow can be verified, maybe not traditionally but they can be verified. And so for us, the story is really important because it really tells us the character of the person on the other side. And again, it goes back to the question, you know, are they going to repay? One of the things I've seen in my experience is that lenders tend to be geographic in nature. Sometimes they have a particular radius because at the end of the day, you've got to perform due diligence on three things. You got to perform due diligence on the asset, due diligence on the team or the individual that's the borrower and due diligence on the market. And it's really difficult to, develop sufficient depth on all three of those from a remote location. How do you do that? So we, you know, we are a national lender. Uh, There are probably a handful of states that we don't do business, um, mostly because they're really rural. And, um, and we, you know, we haven't um, necessarily found a product market fit for that particular market. But, you know, the way we've done that is from a uh, doing due diligence remotely. There's a lot of data out there in, in this world. And, you know, there's, it, it makes it a lot easier now than 10 years ago to really figure out, you know, what's going on um, in that particular city, town, and with that business. From a real estate perspective, we do have a traditional appraisal that does go out physically to the property and appraises the, the, the real estate. And we have a very strong uh, network of appraisers um, that, that do that for us. 
So you're not necessarily looking for a third-party market study to see what else is going on in the market uh, in terms of supply, but just an appraisal of, on the individual asset? Yeah, I mean, more more globally, we, we, we go into every year looking at, you know, where is their population growth? Where is um, population moving away? Um, you know, where is Amazon going and where they're opening their new their new um, uh, uh, headquarters but you know traditionally aside of that that helps us know where we want more business from or where it would be interesting to business but you know to physically you know understand that particular piece of real estate we do require an appraisal of course that makes perfect sense if a borrower is looking to engage you What's typically the best way to do that? I mean, um, as consumers, you know, people like to kind of, they, they like some autonomy and they like to, you know, figure out things on their own. And the, you know, Google's is, you know, seems to be the first stop for everyone. So for us, come to our website, commercialdirect.com. There's a, d- a couple of different ways that you could engage with us. You can chat with us. You can email us. You can do your own application and structure your own loan without your any help if you'd like no help. If you'd like help structuring a loan or want to talk through a scenario, you can also call us. So we just believe that every, everyone has a different way they'd like to you know, engage with you. And you know, we have several ways that a borrower can do that. I love that. That creates a platform that really suits the needs to the borrower. So that's ideal. Most definitely. Um, I think in today's world, you people are looking for transparency. They're looking for flexibility. And we're trying to do that you know, and, and allow folks to decide for themselves you know, when they want to raise their hand and, and how they want to consume information. If a business is looking to borrow money, let's say just for their corporation, that's not necessarily uh, secured by a piece of real estate, is that something you offer as well? No, our our business, our slice of the pie is strictly strictly commercial real estate. Um, you know, we you know we we don't we're a direct lender, so we at the end of the day actually fund a loan. We don't necessarily push you to another lender. We so if it's non real estate related, you know, we we won't be able to do that loan for you. And what's your source of capital if folks are looking to invest? Is that an option as well? Meaning, you know, how, how we are funded as, as a lender? Correct, yes. So we are privately owned by, um, by a fund. Um, so we are, uh, you know, we, we are a direct lender. We do not um, rely on other banks to actually fund our loan. But we, our parent company um, is um, Bayview Asset Management, and they um, directly fund us. That's great. So, you know, one of the biggest concerns that an awful lot of borrowers have is when they're dealing with a lender, in particular online, is that lender going to perform? You know, they've written a contract, they've committed, they've got earnest money uh, that's maybe gone hard. And, you know, the entire industry doesn't always have the best track record of performing on loans. And so that can be a real risk. How do you get borrowers comfortable with that? Well, I think, you know, people, you know, in general, looking to trust is a huge part of, 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 of customer engagement. And I think for us, what we do is we put out blogs and testimonials about borrower experience. And, and, you know, we've been around for a long time. You know, my company's been around for, you know, over 20 years. So it's not, we're not new kids to the block. We've been in lending before, before the recession. So we show a couple of different ways. We show you that, you know, we're not new to the game. Um, one, number two, we have a strong track record. And then frankly, we just, you know, show you um, through video, through um, written testimonials, folks that have been on our platform and what their experience has been. Um, I think that's important for people to see, okay, I see that person in myself. I'm also a small business owner. They had a good experience. You know, I'll give these folks a chance. Um, but it is definitely, tr- trust is a big one when, that we try to earn from our bars, especially on an online platform. The lending world specializes in all kinds of different products, whether we're talking about bridge loans, fully amortized loans, mini perms, 
all kinds of different products. Is there one particular area that you would say is the sweet spot for you? You know, our typical borrower is, you know, it's a, it's a $500,000 loan. A lot of times it's a cash out to either reinvest in, in, their, in their own businesses. You know, it's typically a five-year fixed loan. So five years and then um, for a 30-year AM, which is unique in commercial. So um, that's kind of our sweet spot. Middle of the road, 500000 um, you know, five-year term, 30-year AM. Um, that's what people are looking for, especially with um, increasing interest rates. People are looking for, you know, longer term um, to make sure that they're that um, they they can stay in that loan longer and it does not balloon. I love that. I think that definitely fulfills a particular need in the marketplace. You know, most of the major commercial lenders have a much larger minimum. You know, some of the ones that I talk to have a five million dollar minimum. Some have a twelve million dollar minimum. And the commercial banks tend to be fairly slow in terms of underwriting. So you're definitely filling a need, uh, a gap in the market that I think exists. We think so. And I think separately, I would say that, you know, uh, I think people believe that just because they get denied at a bank that there aren't other opportunities. And I think people should really, you know, do their homework and say, you know, I, I'm running a good business. I can, I can show some documentation, you know, and, and there are opportunities for them. So I, I wouldn't, I would say, don't get discouraged you know, and, and continue to pursue, you know, that, that loan. Um, there may be other avenues just like, uh, you know, just like Commercial Direct. So if folks want to get in touch, tell us again how to, how to get in touch with you. Go to commercialdirect.com. And like I mentioned earlier, you know, there's different ways that you would like to communicate with us. You can chat with us, call us, email us, or go right ahead and, and start to build, you know, your loan and, and, and um, submit your application through our, our website. I love it. So for the listeners at home, definitely reach out to Leslie and her entire team at commercialdirect.com. Uh, fill out the paperwork. They do have an awesome reputation in the marketplace. In the meantime, have a great rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. 